All right, everybody, welcome to episode two of the Crazy and Swayze podcast. And today we have our first ever guest on this podcast, Eagles fan, joining us from the Ice Tilt Hockey League. Welcome to the podcast, buddy. How are you doing? Yeah, thanks. I'm very excited to be here. I've uh, been in the ITHO for a long time. This is my first podcast, and I feel like I know a lot about the Rammer division, so excited to talk to you guys about it. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, excited to get your insight and input uh, and your view around the league here. Um, so I guess just to start off, uh, Swayze, you want to kind of just give us a quick little rundown of our last week to two weeks of the season and how that all shook out? Yeah, definitely. So um, pre- uh, previously on the last podcast, I think we had had a pretty good run and then two or three week break in between pods where we had an 0-1-4 week and you know that's not fun I don't think we've done that since our first season in the division or the, in the league and following that we had a uh, eight game heater um, to end the season two of them forfeit wins can't really do anything about that but always fun having a run always fun with the boys um, yeah that's that's pretty much where we're, we're where we've been at, and um, we improved a lot in the last two weeks. Um, you know, our our uh, team is just ready for playoffs. We're excited just to be here. There's a lot of a lot of good competition. I mean, you look at you look at third place through about ninth place um, when the season standings were finalized, and there's about uh, three or four points separating uh, about six teams. Yeah, yeah, it should be interesting. Looks like we got uh, quite a bit of parity in this year's playoffs. It'll be it'll be fun to see how this all shakes out as uh, as it unfolds here. Yeah, do you um, have anything you would like to say about um, how the Misfit season concluded? I think the most important thing, at least from a goaltending perspective, is you know after that zero and four week, I think the boys really turned things around and really played good shutdown game in our own end um that really made a huge difference into um making that push uh trying to better our spot in the playoffs um and as long as we can keep that momentum that we built at the end of the season i'm fairly confident the boys can get us a deep run in here yeah, one of the exciting things about the season for me was um, the fact that we ended up with positive goals for differential, which um, isn't a big deal to some other teams, but uh, it's our first season that we've done it substantially. So I think our goals for differential is about 20 or 21, whereas in seasons past, we've been right about even. And your goals against yeah, yeah. is very good. It looks to give the third best, no, fourth best goals against, something like that. Yeah, it's really been a total team effort. Everybody's buying into the system, and nobody's doing too much. Uh, you see a lot of teams where they'll have one or two guys that just put the Superman cape on, and on some teams that really does work. But um, for us, it's just if we're going to win a game, it's because everybody tried their hardest and nobody did too much. All right. Uh, before we go into our uh, deep dive here at the Rammer Division playoffs, uh, Eagles, how do you think your uh, final couple of weeks of the season shook out? Very, very good. Much better than the first half of the season. I remember uh, being in the Misfits Discord. I forget which one of you guys. One of you guys asked me, "What's going on with the Blue Line Snipers this year?" We had like a five hundred record at best halfway through the season. Yeah, we were just. Uh, it was partially. I mean, we were playing good teams, but certainly teams we still could have beat or at least split with. 
but um, just nothing was really clicking to start the season. It was just we were splitting with a lot of teams who now at this moment are lower in the standings or have the disbanded, just playing down to their level. A lot of the guys in summer season, you know, they just weren't playing the game very much. They're just rusty or not even available. But fortunately, things picked up about halfway through the season. I think our turning point was our series against the Cardiac Cobras. You know, they're one of the – you guys played them too. They're, I mean, they got a lot of offensive firepower. They're, they play like an LG-style team. They do all the L2 and all that. Oh, nonsense. yeah. We, we played them first week of the season. Yeah. They're, they're – uh... They're pretty good. Too. So our turning point, we only split with them, but the game we beat them was just, it just felt very much more like our style. Like we were back, just, you know, mucking it up, grinding, hitting people, getting some big tipper deflections, using the boards, all that good stuff. And then ever since then, we ended the season on a nine and one run. Uh, we were actually 10 and 0 until we were on a 10 and 0 run until very last week. We just split with the cardiac Cobras. So also don't mind splitting with them because they're one of the top teams in the Rammer division. So very happy with the second oh, half yeah. of the season. Glad the boys finally got buzzed and got hot at the right time. All right, so I've I've got the Rammer Div uh, playoff bracket pulled up here. So I mean, no surprise in this one seed spot, uh, chasing tail. I mean, they had just a phenomenal season. Uh, I don't have the stats pulled up right in front of me, but I did. But I believe they only had. It was two or three losses on the on the year. Two regulation they're losses, just, two overtime losses. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and they're just. I mean, that just kind of speaks for itself. Uh, what a powerhouse team that is. Um, looks like they're going to be matching up with uh, Aquila. Still haven't got a proper pronunciation on that all season. Not 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 sure if it's Aquila or Aquila. I mean, it, I would think I would think it'd be like. <laughs> Tequila just with an A. Based <laughs> I, I on, like based that. On how I like it's that. spelled, but you know, you know. Yeah, in my know. head, I, I always said it as Aquila, but that probably isn't right either. Aquila. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Chasing Tail is definitely an interesting um, team. I didn't know how they'd come together in the beginning of the season, and they've just been so dominant. They have so many threats, and I, I, I we haven't played them yet, so I, I'm not sure what to expect if we do, and we'll talk about this more in depth when we go through all the all the different matchups. But if we do make it into the second round, that would be who we're playing. That's a, I mean, if they if they are to get by Aquila, so yeah, that would be a pretty hardy matchup. <laughs> the Blue Line Snipers haven't played them yet either, so I was just curious, just looking through their lineup, their stats and stuff, and. It looks like they have a pretty consistent core group of like four guys who played and then like a few guys who just sub in. So they're going to have some good chemistry together. And um, the the scoring seems pretty balanced by the forwards, 62, 76, 76 points. So all three of them can do some do some damage. There's not going to be one guy being Superman. So definitely, definitely an interesting team to watch, but... I just don't really know what their play style is since neither of us have played them, but clearly whatever they're doing is working. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 10-0-0 in their last 10. Um, they're just they're, – they're a solid team with 54, positive 54 goal differential. So, um, I'm, My personal opinion, um, you know, even though I have not seen Chasing Tail play at all, I – I, you can't deny that record. I think they take that series. I think they sweep. Yeah, I, I, I think that will be. 
That that's one of my only sweeps I have going in the first round. And this is a best of five series, correct? Yeah. Yes. Yes. All right. So we're all in agreement on that one. Chasing Tail makes it out of the first round. No, no huge upset there. Um, so you can just we can just go right into uh, that second seed. We'll kind of bounce around here. Cardiac Cobras and Vancouver Nuckies. Um, I don't know the uh, the Vancouver Nuckies too well. So Blue Line, do you want to kind of take this one away? Yeah, we we played both teams, so I can talk about both. Uh, sure, sure. So one very annoying thing about the Nuckies, one reason I hate playing them is they only do West Coast for their home games. So <laughs> luckily for Cardiac okay. Cobras, as the two seed, they get the home field advantage for game five should it come to that not that i think it will but uh the i think the nuckies are actually a little bit better than their 15 seed rating their forwards can actually do some damage like on odd man rushes on the transition i think some of the reason they've struggled is just like with cycling or their defensemen but their forwards do have some sneaky skill and on west coast i don't, I don't see them i was gonna say that I w- yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I think of that team as like a sneaky offensive threat. Just, uh, I mean, we haven't played them in a couple seasons, but we really had a hard time with them when we did. Yeah, especially on West servers. <laughs> then they get the big yeah. advantage. Um, but yeah, uh, we also played the Cobras, and I was really impressed with the Cobras. We split with them. Um, they just do everything right, like defensively, team defense, very good at just covering the middle, covering the net. They let you kind of move the puck around the boards, but no real good opportunities and then just pretty solid forwards. So I, I think the Cobras are going to win this one. I'll say in four games, I think the Nuckies win one of their West coast games. And, and that's what I had too. I mean, uh, bear cup hockey has got a very solid unit. They, they know how to play together. They, they have very good chem. They get the puck around. They look for the one T's and they're also defensively sound. They clog the middle very well when we played them. So I, I do have Vancouver getting a game in that series, but uh, yeah, ultimately Cobras. Uh, yeah, not you know I've got the Cobras too uh, taking this series. Um, you know, with, with uh, Vancouver uh, being a West Coast team, I think maybe the Cobras could sweep this series. But yeah, if if it ends up not being a sweep, I mean, it's it's going to be over in four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I agree. That's a very strong team. That's a team you could very well see in the finals. Uh, moving down the list, uh, we'll go with uh, number three, Havoc, versus number 14, New York Street Sweepers. Um, both teams we have some experience with. We played Havoc in the season recently. They spanked us pretty well, not going to lie. Um, that's just what happened. They're, they're a really solid team. They work those one T's, but they do it in a very creative uh, way. It's not going to give away too much of their game plan, but they're very hard to defend. And New York is one of the newer teams in the league. Ricky, um, if you want to kind of talk about this series, I think you'd probably know more about it than I. Yeah. So, I mean, like, like you already touched on, Havoc was a really tough team for us uh, this season. We got we got spanked. Um, but I also know a lot of the guys on the New York Street Sweepers real well. And I played with them back uh, NHL 22. I played with a lot of those guys in the Facebook League. And those guys are battlers. I mean, they're, they are entirely capable of winning games that they have no business winning. 
Um, and I've totally seen it. Agree. I've seen it firsthand. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna take this series to five, even with how heavy havoc laid on us. Um, like I said, the street sweepers are battlers. I'm thinking, I'm thinking havoc still takes this series, but uh, it, the I think the street sweepers are gonna give them hell this series. They're not going to make it easy. Yeah, and I kind of, I kind of second that. Um, Havoc's a very good team. I think they'll, I, I think they'll do it in four. Um, but New York, they're getting the experience they need for next season. This was their first year. This is a good first round matchup for them, and they're going to have to read this team quick. They're going to have to make some adjustments quick, and I, I think they have a shot. They're not like, they're not quite what their record is telling that's not quite their story and so i don't know i i I do have havoc and and four but i think it's more interesting than you'd think on paper um and eagles do you want to say anything about that i'm gonna say i think you guys are being too nice i mean just look at the total goes four on the season havoc is 125 (laughs) sweet sweepers at 65 like i just don't think offensively they can keep up at all I've played both teams. I think we split with Havoc. They gave us a good amount of trouble. Street Sweepers did not really give us much trouble. So I'm going to say Havoc gets the sweep here. So, sorry, Street Sweepers. Okay. Feel free. Oh, that's hard to say that three times fast. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway, I hope I hope the Street Sweepers prove me wrong here, but I think Havoc sweeps them. Yeah, yeah. I can see that uh, being a possibility too. And Blue Lines, or an Eagle, since since you guys have a lot of history with Doodle, why don't you take it away on number four, Doodle, and number 13, Havoc 405? Uh, yeah, I feel like this this might be the first playoff series that we don't wind up matching up against Doodle. I feel like we always played them in the playoffs, but they're on the other side of the bracket this time. So unless we meet in the finals. But um, yeah, Doodle is an interesting team. They're kind of similar to us in that they have like the same core group of guys who play a lot and you know it's nothing fancy what they do just a good team game um not uh just you know fun guys to play against it's always real close games against them versus havoc 451 we played them this season and i didn't come away as impressed as i was playing against doodle before so i'm gonna say doodle wins this one in four yeah i i've said it before um Dudo is a really hard team to play just because they play together all the time. They're pretty defensive and they're big bodied. They like to go for the hit. I mean, it's like playing five Matthew and Brady Kachucks. <laughs> um, sometimes it can get pretty annoying. All the credit to Doodle on that one. Um, I, and I agree. Doodle is a good team. I, I, I see them getting out of here pretty easy. I mean, I'd say they'd probably sweep on this one. You want to add anything about Doodle and Havoc 405? Yeah, so, uh, you know, even even though Havoc 405 uh, really pushed in their second game against us to try to get that to OT, um, I, I still feel like Doodle is um, a little bit tougher team to go up against. Um, I've got them taking this one in four okay um yeah i think i think havoc 405 can can maybe push a game there um i mean like i said they almost came back on on us in our series so yeah but definitely two, i mean they have offense yeah if they, if they bring the offense and stuff i think they could make a dent but i don't i just don't think they have the experience on doodle so who do we got next 
We got uh, Twine Ticklers and Albany Biscuits next. So, I mean, I'm a goaltender. I don't or I don't necessarily look at teams where they're standing, where guys are in their personal uh, stat lines or anything like that. But I do know Twine has one hell of a goalie tandem this season. Yeah, um, they're gonna be they're gonna be tough to score on. And if I recall correctly, our games against Albany, we two annulled them correct this season, or do we? Uh, did we I'm split? Not, I think we might have split for some split? reason. I'm not 100 percent sure on that. Um, Albany is one of those teams that they'll upset a good team every now and again, but I just don't think they're quite there to beat an experienced team like Twine. You know, J Van and Hunter, they've been around a long time. And you're right with the goalie tandem. Just like real NHL, a good goalie tandem can get you pretty far. And I I, I don't know. I I see that game finishing out in in three games, I'd say. Um, Eagles, what are you thinking? Uh, I'll slightly disagree. I think Twine's going to win in four games uh, just because okay. – I've, I think we played both these teams this season. Uh, Twine was split with... I think we split with Albany as well, actually. <laughs> Something about Albany, yeah, they can sneak up on you if you're not ready. Yeah. Um, but just looking at their overall stats here, Twine Ticklers only has 80 goals on the season, which isn't very much, but Albany has given up the most goals with 140, so something's going to give there. <laughs> I think Twine, yeah. Twine will still find a way to score there. I think Albany might just have some defensive and goaltending issues, I guess, to have that. So I'll say Twine in four games. Okay, yeah. We have Blue Line and Crimson. Me and Ricky will kind of lead on that one and kind of bring you in at the end, Eagles. Um, so Blue Line versus Crimson. Um, we're, we're buddies with both of these teams. Um, so I don't mean to offend anybody here but I, I i do think that uh blue line gets it done in three games i i just don't think crimson will be quite defensive enough um they they seem to have no no loss of offense they're, they're pretty offensive you know jd's one of the leaders in the league but um blue line's just a really solid t- team they knocked us out of the playoffs first round last year and not to pump Eagles tires too much, but uh, they they have a pretty solid core there. So, um, Ricky, what are you thinking? Yeah, I think I I don't know that it'll necessarily be a sweep. I do think Blue Line gets it done. I'd say the series probably goes four games. I think I think Crimson will probably sneak one in there, um, despite their minus ten goal differential. Uh, but I mean, you know, in their last ten games this season. Uh, they had a yeah. uh, they had a positive record. I mean, sure. all, although the they were on a, a losing streak to end the season officially. But... Yeah, who do, do either of you know who their last series is against? Who Crimson's last series was against? Yeah, yeah. I do not. I know we split with them yeah. early in the season. I can probably get it pulled up here. I'm on the website. Let me get it pulled up. Um, Eagles, anything you want to add to that? I know without jinxing yourself too much. Yeah, you, you guys hit it pretty good. Um, I, I just think our our team structure and defense is going to be a little much for Crimson. I don't think we're super consistent yet, so I can definitely see Crimson getting a game off of us here, but I just don't think sure. they'll be able to keep up with our structure for a five-game series. All right, so 
Moving on to the boats and Pasture Prime. Eagles, why don't you take it away on that one? So am I the only one confused how the boats are in six this year? Uh, because in past years, they've been pretty low in the standings. I don't think they've had big personnel changes. And uh, they have, they had four. I mean, I don't know how much they play um, uh, weekly, but they did have four transfers from uh, the Colon Cannonballs. Oh, okay. That makes some sense then. Yeah, because I know the Cannonballs used to be pretty good. Uh, but even- I am not supposed to talk about Marshmallow on here, otherwise, I'll be banned. Um, so yeah they have marshmallows a really good transfer from the colon cannonballs (laughs) so even with those cannonballs transfers you look at their goal differential they're in sixth place with a differential of two they've only scored 72 goals in the season i know they've only allowed 70 but it just seems kind of like are you guys football fans it seems kind of like the new york giants how they made the playoffs and everyone knew they weren't actually that great that's my feeling on the boats this year so yeah yeah I actually um, see an upset I, here. Really? Wow. Okay. Past your prime. Have you guys played them during the season? We have not. No. We played them, and um, I could see where they're where why they're beating some some good teams and why they were higher up on the standings. I can definitely see that. Our games against them, um, we ended up sneaking two past them, but. Uh, you know, they're, they're a good team. Um, I will say from personal experience, we played the boats this season and I, <laughs> you know, I don't like to admit it, but we were pretty stuffed and we didn't really make the adjustments we needed, but they just had us locked down and it just felt like a completely different team. If they, yeah. can, get the, if they can reel in that consistency here for uh, playoffs, if they can have a little bit better goals forward, uh, goals against differential, Personally, I would put the boats past uh, past your prime, but either way, I think it's going five games. I definitely agree on the five games part of it. Yeah, 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 and and yeah, I I agree with you too. I I could definitely see past your prime doing it. It's just how are the boats going to come out? You know, Ricky, uh, what are you thinking? Um, yeah, so I also have this series going five games. Um, having played both of these teams this season. Uh, and I know I, we touched on this in the first episode of the podcast. Um, yeah, the the boats are afloat this season, um, <laughs> which is something to say after seasons past. Uh, you know, the personnel changes seem to be working for them. Um, you know, eight uh, eight one and one in their last ten. There, they ended the season on a six game win streak. You know, they they're heating up right now and. You know, right before playoffs is the perfect time for them to start heating up. Uh, taking a look at uh, past our prime and, you know, from what I remember from our games against them, um, you know, they they could definitely put up some wins in this series and get it pushed uh, all the way to five games. I don't know that they necessarily have enough to get it done and get out of the series uh only time will tell there but i got boats taking this one in five well i guess that uh leaves us to one more first round matchup that would be misfits and vegas misfits being an eight seed vegas being a nine um we tied in points they had more goals for but the uh deal breaker so to speak on that one was that in our head-to-head matchups, we had beat them twice. So, Eagles, why don't you take it away on that, and we'll kind of chime in at the end. 
this this is the first round matchup I'm most excited to watch, and it's nine seed versus eight seed, so that makes sense. But you guys, I think it'll be a good matchup, but you guys could not be more different in how you guys are. First off, Misfits are a very chill, cool group of guys, and I know that the elites have gotten into some trouble on the Discord server, a little bit of uh, active teenagers on their team who like to chirp it up. So you guys are opposite in that regard. Yeah. And then also, I think the elites are the closest, like, LG style of play team. Like, their forwards are clearly very good. 162 goals on the season, most in the, most in Rammer Division by far. So that they bring the yes. offensive firepower, and you guys, Misfits, are more of, you know, grind-it-out kind of team. So just, I'm very excited to see two clashing styles of play there. Um, having played both of you guys this season, I really hate to do this because I love you guys, but I think that the elites are going to win this in five in a pretty hard fought series. I just think they're, they're scoring firepower is hard to keep up with. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's totally fair. You look at their goals for 162 goals for, they lead the league in that. I think they have the best differential because their offense is so hot. Um, you know, they obviously don't have one of the lower goals against. So as a team, um, that is something we look at, you know. Um, it's all about if we're going to be able to shut down their scorers or if we're not going to be able to shut down their scorers. We, we, we play – it's like going to be fire and ice out there. So it's pretty fitting for a 8-9 matchup. You know, Prince is Prince, but he's brought a pretty good team, and that can't be understated. They they were top five team all year or all season long. So um, I don't want to – game plan and scheme on here but that's a it's going to be a good series and i'm really looking forward to it um ricky what do you think uh yeah i mean just thinking back to our regular season matchups against them i mean that they are a tough tough team to play against just because of the offensive juggernaut you know those guys are you know that especially coming from a goaltending standpoint you know it's it's uh, hard to keep up with them. I'm definitely, I'm looking forward to the series. I think this is one that can go either way. I think either team makes it out of this series. Um, it very well could go to five games. Uh, you know, just with the different styles in play. You know, you got Vegas that's more on the offensive side of things. You got us where we're a little more on the defensive side. You know, meat and potatoes, hockey, grind it out. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, you know, of course, in my heart, I'm going to say Misfits hockey moving on in five. But also, like I said, uh, this one can go either way. I can see either team moving on in this one. Yep, yep. I totally agree with that. And I, this is not a matchup that is on the on the sheet or would necessarily mean anything. But I want to use this platform right now. I, I really do hope people tune in so I can shamelessly plug the idea for the Lions Bowl. I think Niagara Lions and Saskatoon need to play a best of five series here too. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> and the loser should have I... to do some kind of like bet. That's like the last place. Yeah. 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 On, you know, uh, I really want, I really hope these guys can can get things turned around in in future seasons because I want to see these two teams do well and make playoffs. 
Yeah, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to see the last place teams have such a differential or whatever. I want everybody to have a fun time in this league. So maybe, maybe talks of a Lions merger. <laughs> um, so just wrapping this up, I think we are going to all list. You know, we're not going to go to. Uh, you know, round by round here, we, we laid out the first round and now we're just going to pick our favorites. Um, we're just going to pick a favorite and maybe even a dark horse favorite too. So Ricky, if you want to start them off on that one, um, I put you on the spot. <laughs> I can go first if you need to think. Yeah. 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 Go ahead. So my favorite, unfortunately we haven't played chasing tail, so I didn't get a good grasp of how they play. So I can't pick them. Another top team we did play was the Cardiac Cobras, and I just came away really impressed, mostly by their team defense. The, the way my mind always thinks is defense first, and it's not just their defensemen. Mm-hmm. Their forwards, they just really clogged the middle, and we just couldn't do much of their zone time at all. We had the puck a lot, but couldn't do anything with it. And then as soon as they get the puck the other way, they're so good at punishing you if they get an odd man rush, three on two, two on one. Their forwards have, are really skilled at that. And I think that's a good playoff style hockey that can win and good goaltending as well. So I like the Cobras as my favorite. And then my dark horse team is the Vegas Elites as the eight seed. Uh, I just think that much offensive firepower, I think it can help them match up well against any team as long as they get things figured out well enough defensively. I think they can definitely be a good dark horse. And um, obviously, I'm not picking blue line for anything here because I don't want to be biased or homer and be like, yeah, we're going to win it all. So I'm excluding them from my answers here. Ricky, are you ready or would you like me to? Um, yeah, so I think, I mean, even even though we didn't play these guys this season, I think my favorite uh, coming out of this first round um, is going to be chasing tail. I mean, you just you can't deny with that record um, that in the 10 know, game heater. You know that, yeah, the that fucking ten game win streak to end the season. You know, only two losses in regulation, two OT losses. You know, they have a plus fifty four goal differential. I mean, unless unless they go the way of the Tampa Bay Lightning against the Columbus Blue Jackets, I, you know, they should go. They should go far in the playoffs here. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, a dark horse pick. I'm thinking another team that could also get this done uh, would be the boats. I don't know. They gave us they gave us fits. I think they can also make a deep run the playoffs here. You know, they you know although only having a plus two goal differential. I mean, they went eight one and one in their last ten six game win streak. Yeah, and uh, Mooner can rig the games. You know. So uh, he pays the refs, the ITHL refs out there. So it's really, it's really Mooner's world and we're all living in it. If the boats win the cup, I'll get a tattoo of Mooner's bald head on my butt. I knew his head was going to come up in this pod. I I just knew it. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm going to go for it here now. And you know, unpopular answer. You never want to pick number one. You want to be cool and pick somebody else. But I got to go chasing tail here. I got to give it to him. Solid team, solid goalie, solid scoring. What more is there to say? Um, Ten game heater, riding the highest win streak going into playoffs. And I think, you know, they're five points ahead of second. I think they got this one in the bag. Um, I think they're going to match up against number three, Havoc. Um, 
is what I think will probably end up happening. That's my final prediction, and I think Chasing Tail gets it done. Um, my dark horse pick, um, again, not to pump his tires too much, but my dark horse pick would be Blue Line Snipers. For everything I said, as a reason, they're going to make it out of the first round with relative ease. Um, solid team, and I wish them the worst of luck, but <laughs> they're a team to look out for there. <laughs> I, I support that pick. Thank you. Great pick. <laughs> yeah, 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 I thought you might. Um, so let's just kind of wrap this up. Yeah, I don't, I don't really have uh, too much left to go over. I'm dead as fuck. I'm ready to go to bed here. Uh, okay. <laughs> you right. know, I'm uh, not as not as young and spry and hip as I used to be. Um, no, I just i I think uh, I think there's uh, some pretty interesting matchups here. Uh, definitely looking forward to uh, seeing how this uh, first round all shakes out, and you know, wishing wishing our buddies over in the Blue Line Snipers the best of luck um, throughout the playoff run. And uh, go Misfits Hockey. That's all about all about I got. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with all of that, and it'll be fun. I, I love ITHL playoffs. Um, I love that people seem invested and want to play, and, you know, we're trying to give you guys media um, to show we're kind of thankful to be in this. And what I love about playoffs is most series are really competitive, and, you know, there's some trash talking always in the Discord, and I watch as many of the streams as I possibly can, and it's just a lot of fun. Uh, Eagles fan, anything you want to say to wrap up? And and we want to thank you for giving your time to the podcast. It's been things you've said are really insightful and you've been fun to have on the podcast. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. And uh, as we're talking about ITHL, I just wanted to note on it, me and my team, I think it's been like a year and a half real lifetime we've been in the league now. And there is just nothing like it. Like um, I wrote an article about our team earlier this year. It's a bunch of real life family, cousins, brothers, so on. And it's just a really cool way for us to hang out. It's almost more fun for us to play ITHL games than actually hang out in real life. That's how fun this league is. <laughs> so uh, w- wouldn't miss it for anything. Th- thanks to the admins and mods for running this great league. Yeah, absolutely. So let's just sign off. Thanks for tuning in to episode two and uh, follow us for more coverage. We'll try to get back together next week and wrap up the first round. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, thanks again for tuning in. Uh, we'll catch you guys after this uh, first round of matchups is complete. Absolutely. All right, and that concludes episode two of the Crazy and Swayze podcast. Thank you all to have tuned in, and special thanks again to Eagles for joining us. We'll catch you next time on the Crazy and Swayze podcast.